Hannah. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of Spark Now Podcast. And for those of you watching on YouTube, thank you for watching and please press subscribe wherever that will be. On today's episode, we're actually going to talk about different ways we can speak to each other during a time of conflict. So today's actually a pretty funny situation-ish with the conversation we're gonna to have today because earlier this afternoon, my husband had something he wanted to talk to me about, uh, so a situation or a thing that I was doing that I had no idea I was doing that bothered him so much. And normally, he and I would be, when he and I spoke in the past, and if you've listened to my other podcasts or follow me on social media or read my blog or anything, you would see, you, you know that um, I've told you guys, he and I are both very stubborn and most of the time, if he and I had to talk about an issue with each other, it would mostly start with, and, and for those of you who are just like us, you're, you're going uh, you're gonna to be exactly the same. It would be, you're this, you're that, you need to do this, you need to do that, you never this, you never that. And usually, you know, you're playing the blame game, and then the other person gets immediately defensive, and it's like, well, wait a minute, don't, don't, don't talk to me that way. And it just usually doesn't end up too well. It's not a very productive way of trying to get things done. And at the end of the day, when you're done, an argument or that, that one little issue turns into an argument, usually about something else, and then nothing happens, and that behavior remains the same. So today, you know, my husband and I, we, we decided a while ago, we're like, okay, we really need to change the way that we're doing this because we're both just so stubborn. I'm right all the time, he's you know, whatever. But since we're both so stubborn all the time, we were like, okay, we really need to change this up because it seems like we just keep doing the whole rigmarole, I think I said that correctly, of unproductive speaking doesn't get it right. Today he came to talk to me about the situation. I'm not gonna go into details about the situation or anything like that, or the issue at hand, but I'll go into details about how he spoke to me. And that's what I wanna to talk to you guys about in general so that you can use these strategies the next time you need to speak to your partner about something or whatever. So when he had this issue, came to me, I was sitting on the couch this afternoon, and I'm pointing uh, to the couch right now, you can't see it, my cat sleeping on it, but I was sitting on the couch, and he came and sat down, and he grabbed my foot, because he was giving me a little foot massage, oh, I felt really nice, and he goes, hey baby, I need to talk to you about something, and I was like, sure, what's up? And he calmly expressed his issue, so instead of him going, you don't do this, he said this, I would appreciate if you fix this issue for me because when you do this or when you don't do this it hurts my feelings so you guys kind of see how he said it instead of him telling me Dana you don't do this you do it wrong you shame on you I'm gonna kill you and everybody around me he spoke about how he felt and that is definitely more productive because when you're talking about your own feelings people unless you're a big a-hole, and I don't like cursing, so forgive me for that. But unless you're a really big, mean person out there, most of the time, if someone just comes up to you and says, I feel this way when you do this, you're going to go, okay, well, they're coming up to me to talk to me about something that maybe makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable. They're being vulnerable and open right now because you're talking about your feelings. You know how that feels when you have to go up to somebody and express how you feel about them. You are being vulnerable at that point. And that, that's good for you to open up and be vulnerable to them. Now, when you're on the re uh, receiving end of hearing what the person is saying, so in my case, it was my husband was being open. He was being vulnerable about his feelings. He opened up to me. Unless I was a horrible human being and wanted to like yell at him, like, how dare you feel that way by me? I said, okay, 
in my mind, you know, I registered that he was feeling this way. It, it hurt his feelings. It didn't make him feel very good when I was doing these things or wasn't doing these things. And what can I do to make sure that he felt different? And, you know, he and I had a great conversation after that. Now, my response was a calm response, and I explained to him how I was sorry. So, put yourself in our situation right now, or actually try to think of a time where you and your partner have had a conversation that could go, I mean, a, a conversation that was about, I felt this way, you felt that way, or whatever, and it didn't really work out too well because you didn't speak of it properly, or you didn't talk this way, it was more of like the blame game, and now you can think of, okay, if I implement these, these strategies, I'll start with talking about how I feel. Also notice that, you know, I mentioned earlier he grabbed my foot, so there's that physical touch aspect in there too, where physical touch is the most intimate, nonverbal form of um, basically showing somebody you love them without having to say a word. So he sits down, he grabs my foot telling me, okay, like, I love you, I want to just, you know, talk to you about something, and then he calmly expressed how he felt by starting off with the words, I feel. And then in response, because I understand he's talking about his feelings, he's not attacking me or anything like that, I respond with, okay, well, this is... I'm sorry for feeling that way or making you feel that way and then you know maybe this is why I did that I didn't realize it but I'm not gonna do that anymore because I understand another strategy that he used with me while he was having this conversation with me that you guys need to use as well when you are having a conversation that might be a little bit difficult is full eye contact the entire time he had full eye contact with me and I know most of the time when you're the person expressing your feelings or talking about something that is is your issue you're normally not the one who has issues with eye contact however there are times where if you are speaking to somebody about a situation that might make you feel uncomfortable you might avert your eyes because for some reason it makes maybe it makes you feel awkward if you look at them in the face you're like, think about if you're talking to your your boss you know and you're telling your boss that they suck you're not gonna go you know most of the time you're not gonna go you suck right in the eyes you're gonna go Hey, you get what I'm saying? Of course, you're not telling the person you love that you suck. But there's a lot of times where you have that uncomfortable conversation. You might not look them in the eyes. And to me, if I personally, if he's speaking to me about something, he's not looking me in the eyes, I'm kind of getting the cue of, okay, maybe it's not really that big of a deal because he won't even look me in the eyes when he's talking to me. So it's not a big deal because he's being distracted by the bug flying around the house or whatever instead of killing it, which he should. Or... It makes me annoyed. So I would probably normally feel frustrated if he's trying to talk to me about something and he's not giving me that full eye contact. It's like, well, wait a minute, you're talking to me about something but you won't even respect. I'm sorry, I'm, gonna, I'm going fast. But you're talking to me about something but you won't even respect me enough to look me in the eyes. So he looked at me in the eyes the whole time and in return, I naturally looked at him in the eyes the whole time to give him that respect back. Now there are times where you wanna just kinda of sit there and roll your eyes and everything, but that's a big no-no, that's not productive. Someone like me, you know, very sassy at times and a little stubborn, I might want to. But let's face it, it's not productive, it's not good. And at the end of the day, if he's looking me in the eye when he's expressing how he feels to me during a difficult conversation, I have to respect him back and give him that, that direct eye contact as well. That also is giving him my full attention. And another strategy that he used in this situation was he smiled. 
I know it sounds kind of weird when you're talking to your partner about something that's not as pleasant. You're like, I don't want to smile. I want to grit my teeth and I want to be angry and I'm going to kill him or something. I keep saying these kill metaphors. I'm really not going to kill anybody. I just say that a lot. But um, is that a metaphor? I don't know. I hope so. Anyways, you have to smile when you say it. The reason you have to smile is actually a long time ago I read um, if you start your day with a smile, everything else in your day is kind of just going to be more positive. There's a whole psychology behind that. You can look it up if you're interested in that. Just Google like starting your day with a smile. And think about it too. If you're ta talking to somebody, now we're going to get away from starting your day, but if you're talking to somebody and you're just, I, I don't like it when you do this. It bothers me when you do this, Dana. You're kind of feeling that bleh feeling of the fact that you're frowning, you're just... Me personally, if I, if I am frowning, I can feel my whole body kind of going down. And if I, I have to talk to someone about something that's uncomfortable and I'm not ex at least somewhat pleasant about it, I'm going to feel it down. So most of the time, now in his situation, he is more of a... Uh, Dana, you need to do this, you need to do that. He doesn't really smile too much when he wants to discuss his issues. However, this time he did smile. So he sat there and he smiled. It wasn't like the biggest smile in the world. Like, I'm so excited about this. But he had a nice, warm smile. It was a very welcoming smile too. And my subconscious is saying, okay, well, he's trustworthy. He's trusting me that he can talk to me about this and I'm trusting him that I can do this without a, a Po uh, negative repercussion. I apologize. I just lost my uh, my tongue for a second. But when you have that smile, he also the stress a little bit goes away for him when he's speaking. So if you're in a situation, I want you to practice this too. Think about a time that maybe is a little upsetting or stressful. You smile when you talk about it. I don't know what it is. There's just like weird psychology behind it all. But something in the smile helps make it less tense. And if you're the person who has to have that conversation and you're smiling, you won't feel as stressed out or as high strung as you normally might would, uh, would be. And at the same time, the person you're talking to is definitely gonna feel a lot more open and welcome and go, okay, they're not coming at me with hostility, they're coming at me with an actual concern, but they're being warm and open about it. So I'm going to respond in that same way. So those are a couple strategies that my husband used today that I wanted to share with you guys so that next time you have to have that difficult conversation with your loved one or with anyone in general, but especially your loved one, use those strategies. So remember, I have to put my glasses back on so I can take a look at what I wrote down. I want to make sure that you are touching them, maybe on the foot, on the leg, on the shoulder, on the arm, somewhere where it's a warm, nice, gentle touch. You want to have that full eye contact with them. You want to make sure that you're speaking calmly. You want to talk about how you feel so you don't want to directly attack the person you're with. You want to just talk about this is how I feel about this. You want to make sure that you smile the entire time too or at least most of the time. Use those strategies next time you have to have the conversation. I promise you it will just turn into a much better conversation and you guys will both be so much happier. So thank you so much for tuning into this latest episode of Spark Now Podcast slash YouTube channel. I will talk to you guys soon and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the Spark Now podcast. I would love if you guys could follow me on social media just to see what I'm up to on a day to day basis. My Instagram handle, my personal Instagram handle is Dana Lynn Spark. 
And my business one is Spark Now. And you can also find me on Facebook at Spark Now. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.